and welcome to the Poo 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 Podcast. This memory, well, it started when I was eight years old. I call it the chocolate violin. Eight years old in a red and white polka dot dress, a matching bow in my hair, three-quarter sized violin in my hands. I played a simple version of the Barcarolle from the Tales of Hoffman by Offenbach. I can still sing it these many years later. La, 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 See? I got a big bouquet of roses afterwards, and my parents also gave one to my sister Dina, who had just turned five and didn't play an instrument yet, but no one wanted her to be jealous. My teacher, Mr. Ezrahi, had no use of his left pinky, a crazy thing for a violinist. In those days, I had such a heightened, frightened respect for teachers in general, a state of being very much encouraged in my family of teachers, so I never thought him compromised in any way. I would sneak stare at his pinky, expecting it at any moment to fall off. This was my first recital, in a hall that seemed huge, but might actually have been my teacher's living room. And we were in Tel Aviv, Israel. We had moved there for four months of my dad's one and only sabbatical, My father was a math professor at Queens College, and he went to Israel to teach at Bar-Ilan University. I'm glad my parents weren't the type to camp in the Sinai Desert and, you know, bring the Bible to life. I went to Netzach Yisrael School for Girls, across the street from Netzach Yisrael School for Boys, who threw rocks at us, and I had to wear a uniform that had a pink shirt. Dina went to kindergarten, which they just call garden in Hebrew, where she was the only kid with long hair. Every Israeli mother kept her girl's hair short because of the lice. My mother, who was all of 30, had the hardest time of all, trying to make it work in a new apartment, in a new land, where she barely spoke the language, and without a dryer. I had been playing violin for less than a year, scritch-scratching away, but in my family there are a few prodigies, so I was given the benefit of the doubt. Procuring a teacher for me in Israel was a priority for my father. Every week we went together to Mr. Ezrahi's apartment. My lesson was first and my father's was second. Once my father brought two violins and asked Mr. Ezrahi to choose between them. Whichever one Mr. Ezrahi said sounded better was the one my father would buy. Mr. Ezrahi didn't want to be swayed by the looks of the violins. One was a dark chocolate wood, and one was a light cherry. So he actually put on a blindfold, blindfold, a grown-up in a blindfold, like pin the tail on the donkey. Apparently, both were pretty good instruments, and violins are not cheap. The chocolate violin won. I looked on it with the same reverence with which I looked at my father. I never dared try it. But I realized looking back that my violin lesson itself was besides the point. The point was that the minute my lesson was finished and his was about to start, my father could give me a shekel to go to the tiny corner market called a makolet in Israel and buy myself a candy bar. I can still remember the smell of that makolet many years later. The freedom of those few minutes, the burning shekel in my hand, the choices, so, so many colorful choices, something chocolate or something different. Oh, who am I kidding? Of course, chocolate. And the act of paying for it myself was the closest thing I had to grown-uphood. 
For those few minutes, no one knew exactly where I was. No one told me what to buy. And no one knew exactly where I actually ate the candy bar, which was in the lobby of an apartment building next to the Makolet. I thought to myself, this, this feeling, it's worth playing the violin for. A few weeks after the recital was my actual one-year violin anniversary. My parents took me to the Mann Auditorium in Tel Aviv to hear the great Isaac Stern. He picked up his bow, and I sat back in my chair in a state of stone-solid shock. How could anyone do that? How could anyone play like that? I knew how hard it was to play the violin. I mean, I played the violin. It was my first taste of the divine, the first time I saw God in a person. I was young, but I knew. After that, I practiced harder. Over the years, my violin was kind of a frenemy. I had to spend lots of time with it, time my friends had for other things, like TV. I had to schlep it to every summer sleepaway camp I went to, Moshava, Hillel, Seneca Lake, and my father would pointedly ask me on visiting day if I had ever taken it out to practice, and of course I had, once the day before visiting day, so I wouldn't lie. My violin shadowed me everywhere like a little hoika, a hunchback, slung over my shoulder in its little black case. Whither thou goest, I goest. Uh, And while I was pretty good at it, and I guess I am pretty good at it, God never made me one of his soloists. I'm okay with that, and my father is actually okay with that too, and quells and marvels that I play professionally. Oi, did you hate to practice. Oi, did you fight me over every note. One day, he used to say when I was eight. One day, he used to say when I was nine and ten and would groan and squirm. One day, he used to say when I was eleven and twelve and thirteen and fourteen and my attitude could make even Mozart sound unpleasant. One day, you will have children of your own and you are going to have to force them to practice too. It's the only thing he was ever wrong about. Zachary and Aaron, okay, Aaron, maybe he was a little right about, practiced when they wanted to, and they wanted to a lot. And in all the years of saxophone and piano lessons, I cannot remember ever having to resort to a bribe, not even one chocolate bar. It's different with the twins. They started with violins, cute and tiny, just like them. Surely practiced at home with them, and I would join for silly songs, wacky contests, or we would just jam. I also taught them how to pluck, which they thought was pretty cool. At their first recital, they each played a rhythm while their teacher, whom they called Greg, not Mr., played Twinkle Twinkle. Charlie was resplendent in a peacock blue dress. Johnny had a fancy blue button-down shirt. Cerulean and I videoed the entire minute and a half of it on our phones. We both cried when they took their bows. The next day, I took them to Walmart. Each of you gets to pick a candy bar, whatever you want. Times are different. Walmart is no Macolet, and I would never in a zillion years let them go anywhere by themselves. But chocolate is chocolate. While they stood in front of those choices, so, so many colorful choices, I thought. Was it worth it just to be able to play the violin? Is it worth it to them? I still can't decide. I know that I seem to bring joy to other people when I play the violin, and I guess that's enough for me. 
Neither of them picks chocolate. She gets sour gummies and he gets pink and purple nerds. How come you always get us candy after a violin lesson, Mommy? It's a family tradition, I say. My dad can't play the violin anymore. I put his chocolate violin and a bow in his hands recently, and he held it the same way I would hold whatever tools fix a car. I took it home to Maine with me. Of course I was never going to play it, but I couldn't leave it there in his study where this great math professor used to be. Some memories hold too much power. Just last week, the twins joined jazz band. Their teacher, with the great name of Mr. Buzza, is rewriting the saxophone parts for their violins. I'm going to get out my shiny black five-string electric Zeta violin for Charlie, my poo-poo-poo girl with the killer blonde curls. How hot is that? And Johnny made the District 2 orchestra. He was practicing for the concert, and I realized he needed a full-size violin. His voice is already an octave deeper than mine. Guess what he played on? (sighs) Isn't it true? Sometimes you can do something for your children that you can't do for yourself. Besides, prodigies and not-so-much prodigies run in our family. And probably, after playing the concert, there'll be another trip to Walmart. My modern Macolet. I guess I will always associate violin with chocolate. Because tradition is delicious.